What's going on, everybody? Daryl Frater, the club CEO here, and we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by The Club, the number one streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my boy, Dom. He goes by the name of Dom Boy. He's a producer. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Right on. Thank you so much. Again, like you said, my name is Dom. I'm from Oregon, Beaverton to be more exact, but um, you know, currently living in California. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Awesome. We're super excited to have you on the show. This is a podcast, particularly for DJs, but you are a producer and you work with a lot of DJs and you work with a lot of artists. So we would love to have you on the show and really tell your story and your journey, uh, becoming a producer and how it relates to the DJ industry. So kind of walk us through your journey, you know, tell us like what sparked your interest in becoming a producer and just kind of tell us about the beginning days of your journey. Yeah, man, that is a very good question. I, this goes way back. I think I started producing when I was like, I think I was 20, I think I, I think I just, I had just turned 20. I'm 25 right now. So it was about five years ago. I just got into it. I've always been uh, very, um, very into making music. You know, there's so many different inspirations in my life with artists. And um, I don't know, one day it just hit me like, oh, you know, why, why don't I just start doing it? You know, and uh, I always told myself like, oh, you know, if I, if it doesn't if it doesn't go well if like i'm not good then yeah just whatever and um i just started doing it because man me and my homies we would like in high school or something we used to just like you know like late nights i think a lot of a lot of people do this but we would just like love driving listening to instrumentals and like everybody would just start try to rap and like you know it would be like a train wreck you know and uh um, it, but it would be really fun at the same time. You know, everybody did, had, had a really good time. You know, you, I don't know, man, in high school, you just be like, we just be high with our friends or something. You just try your best. And it was, it's just like, it's funny. It's a good time. And I told myself like, you know, why don't one of us ever just make a beat and we could just rap over it. And I remember one of my best friends, they were just like, you know, why not? Like, yeah, why haven't any of us, any of us done this? Cause we kind of, got a little bit bored um, looking for beats on YouTube or like we didn't really know what beats to find sometimes if we ever got bored of some. So finally I just got, um, I, you know, I started working and uh, I, every paycheck I just like spend it on some equipment. So like you see my headphones, my, you can see my mic and I have like my audio interfaces, my, my MIDI keyboards, uh, my, you know, the, the DAWs that I use, everything like, you know, my, my studio monitors, all that stuff finally saved up and I started to make music really hard man the it is crazy I'll tell you that like um sorry I feel like I'm going off topic but this is just like when I got into it yeah no this is great keep keep going yeah the learning curve is was so high like I I I remember I got Ableton and I was like what am I looking at it was like learning just it's just like learning any new program all over again you know like I used to do like Photoshop and stuff and it brought me uh, memories of way back way back when i was trying to figure out you just open this uh software and you're like okay i you ha- i have no idea where to start and eventually started laying things together you know just like going through all this i was like all the different um all the different kicks the 808s snaps uh, snares like i don't know everything different melodies different instruments and like eventually put i just put something together it was terrible i mean it wasn't like it wasn't terrible i just wasn't interesting i guess and um but it made me fall in love with it. And um, I just I just kept going ever since. Um, 
there like you know obviously a lot of days like I'll, I'll hit a wall or something but for the most part that's how i got into it um i make i just start making beats with um a couple of my friends and then you know with with music comes with like um i guess other like my other peers reaching out to others that also make music and people that were also interested with so like i said it would, could just be producer friends djs um local artists and yeah i just uh i just kept wanting to make music for other people that was like i think that's what made me want to keep going is that like i just make a track and i just give it to like my, my homie and he'll just like rap over it and it'd be cool because it's like that's the thing i made that you know and uh, and then he you know he or she rapped over it and we made something together and i think that's what like i just i love to keep going because i just you just throw whatever and they if they like it they just take it and it's cool to see someone like work with um uh, like collaborate with your artist you know what i mean yeah no, that's dope man a really dope intro and producing is super interesting and a lot of djs that we interview on this podcast are interested in becoming producers as well you know producers play an important role in the industry they're the backbone of the industry where they're making the beats and are really curating the music that people are using um in their songs and for djs that are using in their mixes so uh we're super excited to hear you know some of your experiences working with djs and kind of you know how that dj producer relationship is very important so just talk to us as like some of the you know ways that you interact with djs and how it's important for djs to understand the dynamic of that relationship man yeah that's a good question i think it's just it's uh because i don't know i think the way i think about it is a, a dj producer as much as they are um very similar they're also very different um there's a there's a lot of things i do not know about djing and there's a lot of things that DJs don't understand about producing. And it's cool because we get, it's like give or take. We, um, there's so much to learn from each other that kind of help your, uh, your experience with producing or DJing if you're DJing, you know, like, um, like, like I said, I use Ableton and a lot of the features on there are for live performances. So, you know, like, you know, a lot of DJs that use it, um, certain DJ uh, apps that, uh, help them you know, play music. You see, like the spinning, um, the, t the virtual turntables and stuff that they use. Ableton's also good at using for um, for live performances. So not necessarily DJing, but live performance, and that's the that's the the key similarity there, right? And it's like learning about what does what for each other because there are some uh, there are some options that allow you to perform as a DJ, and then vice versa for like for the DJs to understand producers, you know, like understanding the i guess the sound that we have or like what, what the vision we're trying to go after because you know as a dj they just they're they're mixing and transitioning and like um showing showcasing their talent what they can do to transition that that track into another etc you know like matching bpms or like just be like their 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 vision of being creative of how to make a sound go into another and it's a lot of a I guess like it is just a lot of conversation, like what you and I are doing, right? Just talking to talking to each other and explaining to each other um, how how this works and what does what, and um, you know, mixing, producing, mastering, like all all those things, like huge steps just to just to pass it on for to a DJ to make it sound different, better, and more interesting. You know what I mean? So that's like a, it's a, a lot of the give or take where it's like, okay, this is the project I finished out. And then it's like, even though 
I, I made something original. I sampled this, I chopped up that, and you know, I flipped the sound on this, whatever. And then you give it to the DJ to even just to fuck it. I, I'm allowed to curse on here. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, you give it to the DJ just to fuck it up some more. And like, and it just sounds like not two different songs, but like just two different visions that two people can appreciate. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, definitely, uh, I don't have so much experience with the, the DJ relationship but in my experience that's with that's how it goes and uh it's really really cool to see someone else take your stuff and mix it into how they can see it and it's never never bad yeah no, that's super amazing and the creativity that is bring brought together when there's collaboration between the djs and producers that's where magic happens and ultimately it's about serving the people that are going to be the end listeners to the music uh so with that collaboration exactly. it's, it's really a magical dynamic and i'm super excited to be talking to you about this you know at this time we're going to jump into a quick commercial break but when we come back we're going to discuss some of your learning lessons that you learned as being a producer in the industry oh for sure <laughs> And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here talking to my boy, Dom, goes by Dom Boy, who is a producer. And uh, he is definitely excited to be sharing his story here with us. And we're excited to have him. So, brother, can you please tell us a little bit about some of the learning lessons that you learned while being a producer in the game? You know, you've been in it for about five plus years. Um, what are some things that you know now about producing that you wish you knew when you were first getting started? That's a, yeah, that's a crazy question. It's, it's even, I'm saying it's crazy because I haven't, I've never thought about it so much before. And it's kind of like hitting me like a train, you know, cause like if there's one thing for sure that I know, like as a producer, it's if I could have in the past, try, try much harder in finding a mentor or something, this, um, this career would be or this hobby would be so much different, um, different, better, different, um, different, just uniquely. But like, if I, if I did better at that, cause I feel like, you know, um, sometimes some, if you're lucky, you have friends that already know how to produce or whatever. Um, but I definitely knew I was capable of building a relationship with somebody that could have taught me, but I think I just figured it out all on my own and I still haven't figured it out fully yet. I feel, I know, I know how to do everything that I want to do when I produce now, but I just keep imagining what it would be like if you had the fundamentals laid out in front of you, instead of having to search what the fundamentals even are in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that, that key head start is something that I wish I had because in most things that I do, I think in most things, just in life in general, if you can find a mentor to help you get started, I think many people talk about that. And I, I, I also agree. You just, if I could have just found somebody and I knew I was capable of doing that, then um, this would be different. Yeah. The, uh, no, you, go spoke ahead, about, you, sp you spoke about the learning curve in the beginning and yeah, the mentors help make that learning curve much easier to overcome and you get to go much farther and much faster um, when you have a mentor. So that's really good advice uh, because you don't have to learn by your own mistakes. You would learn by the mistakes of them that they've exactly. made and were able to teach you and pass that over. So it allows you to really have a great head start and great foundation in the business or in the journey of producing um and exactly music exactly. industry in general man great yeah, advice for sure and you know they just i can't stress it enough um i actually have a, a close friend of mine who produces as well 
and he just he knew so much more than me he he had been producing for a little bit longer than me but he when he started he had a friend that taught him everything you know like i i remember i came into this obviously like you know i didn't I knew nobody in my circle back then i didn't know anybody that was making music i just figured it all on my own and i'll tell you like some days some days a lot of people i think a lot of people who get into producing um end up giving up which is it's sad because you know every everybody has a has a vision and but executing it is very difficult you know like i have i have imaginations in my head all day and but can i can i draw it to show you no dude i'm i'm, I'm a terrible i'm so bad at drawing and you know i'm terrible at painting and some people are are gifted enough to do that and the same thing goes here like if i have this sound in my head it's about like how can i make that how can I execute it into this program? Because I don't know how to use it. And it's that, um, it's like, it's kind of like that fire that you just have, you just got to have that kind of drives you to keep going. You know, so many days, like I said, it's the learning curve was pretty difficult. It's like an uphill battle the whole time. And um, I, uh, I kept finding that most days I'll just go into trying to open a new track and wouldn't know what to do. Um, I would just, I, I remember just staring at the screen for so long and like throwing sounds in and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. And there's a whole different realm to it as well with, um, you know, you can produce something, but then in the end you got to mix it and master it. And that is a totally different game than just producing. Um, but yeah, like I said, I would just, I would have loved to just have someone to have taught me, you know, you can go on YouTube and stuff all day, but like, you can't raise your hand and ask a question. And that's like the most important thing is asking your questions that at the, you know, like for me, I had questions that nobody could just, no one could answer right away. And some, some questions that you have, um, maybe, I don't know, maybe kind of difficult to word if you're trying to Google an answer or something. Uh, sometimes you don't even know, uh, what the thing is called that you're looking for, you know, like in my head of like, Oh, I want to learn how to do that effect where it's like, it was like, like, how do I explain that? I'm just making sounds with my mouth. I can't just tell Google that, you know, like um, just questions about like compressing and, and side chain links and, you know, all this, all this different terminology that I, I don't, I wouldn't have even known in the first place. I would just have to go through chapters and chapters of YouTube videos or, you know, reddits and, um, different, I don't know, it's all kinds of sites just to learn what is what from square one. And by the time I got to square like 15 or something, I finally got the answer to that question I had like months ago about something that uh, I needed to learn about, but I didn't know what it was called, you know? So just a whole bunch of that is I think about that stuff all the time. I, I guess that's what I would, I would think about um, getting a mentor mostly is like, that's the, that's the biggest part of my the past if i wanted to change it yeah super great advice man and here at the club and the my dj store podcast we really like to talk about the business of djing producing and the music industry in general you know earlier you mentioned that it's currently a hobby um, do you have any ambitions or plans to turn that into a business or a career for yourself and if you do what do those steps look like i sort of do um i I guess a little bit down the line, perhaps I would look into it more. Like right now, I my life right now is already just so busy. I, you know, I'm, I'm working and I, I don't know, I have so many other passions and hobbies other than um, producing as well. Like my, my other passions and 
and hobbies, um, you know, they, they pay me much more than what I do with producing. So I, fo- I tend to focus on those more. It's be- I feel like this has become more of a hobby, but I love to do it. Obviously, like um, if I could put, if I could invest more into it, I definitely, definitely would take it more full-time, not exactly full-time, but yeah, more full-time than I currently do. Um, I think right now, um, I'm, there's no, there's not really like steps to it. Just, I just make music and I just pass it out to, um, it's mostly like for my friends to, to get on or like, my, like I said, other um, uh, local artists, smaller artists I've sent to and they, they like, they'll love to rap over and everything. And I don't know, man, I'm not really, I guess ideally, yeah, I would totally love like, you know, you get paid for the stuff. It's really cool. But I think um, just hearing somebody like my track and just, you know, rap on it or sing on it is already, that's already cool enough for me. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's way, way more than enough. I remember just going into this, like it's, I came into this empty handed. I had nothing going into it. I'm not really, I wasn't expecting anything either. I just wanted to make music for my friends and this is already so much more than I could have asked for. So, you know, it's, uh, I don't exactly have like an exact career path, but I just, I'm just gonna keep, I just like to keep doing what I do with it. Like I, I haven't uploaded a SoundCloud in ages. It feels like I mostly just, I make it and I keep it for myself or I keep it for, um, uh, somebody else to, to take when they're, when they're looking for, um, for some tracks from me, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I feel like, I mean, the hustle, I just, I feel like I just gotta get back into it more. But like I said, I've just, I've just been so busy. Maybe like, maybe soon, maybe soon for sure. I would um, definitely, definitely, uh, I guess take it more seriously, you know, make open up the studio more often. <laughs> I also, I also think that COVID has also a, um, kind of, I guess, hasn't allowed me to make those like personal connections again. Cause it's just a whole bunch of like, oh, you just send it across. You just said, you, you just email the track to somebody and they email, like, you know, they send you the vocals and whatever. And it's, it's nice and all. It's so, it's so much easier, but at the same time, I think the, the personal relationships that I build in is so much more important. You know what I mean? Yeah. And definitely, you know, you just spoke about it being a passion of yours, something that you really do and you enjoy doing it. And sometimes when you transition over to a business or something as a career, it becomes a little bit more stressful. So, you know, if it just plays that role of being something that you just love to do and you're passionate about it, that's okay. Not everyone has to transition it into a business or a career. Um, but as long as you love it and you are doing it because you're passionate about it, that's what's super important. And that passion will lead to your success in it, regardless if it's a hobby or if it's a business. So keep on moving with that passion and wherever it takes you, let it be, man. And uh, I'm sure that everything will work out. I'm um, glad to hear that you're making some money doing some other things on the side. So I uh, appreciate you uh, <laughs> no, sh- sh- sharing with us um, all your um, interests and stuff like that, man. You know, at this time, I would love for you to kind of give any last pieces of, of advice for people that are interested in becoming producers and just like advice on how they can get started in that game. Yeah, man. Um, for sure. Like I said before, getting a mentor is very, I think is very important. Um, it's not completely necessary, but it does play a key role. I think if anybody wants to get into producing, um, one, it's, it is a, a decently expensive hobby and the learning curve is high. So the investments, the investments that you put into this is, um, is absolutely like, it's gotta be almost like your everything, you know? 
it, it definitely it definitely will feel like a waste of money if you don't like you got to put in the time to learn you know what i mean and you got to put in the money to to afford certain equipment or for quality purposes and not everybody can afford to do both so um the way i see it is like i, mean, I don't know and just in my personal experience if there's something that i really wanted i just went after it you know like i like i said i i just got it i five years ago i was in college i got a job it's just part-time just like stack up whatever money i had of course i did like i got to pay rent and whatever but i would save some money and you know get what i can if your items got to be refurbished if it's new or used it doesn't matter like just getting it and getting started like actually doing it i think that's the the one thing a lot of people fail to do is not actually executing what they want to do you know if like you if you think like oh i want to make music one day and you just tell yourself that every day like i don't know you should just act on it instead of just saying like you will do it so a lot of people like for example i know a lot of people like i want to upload on tiktok more you have your phone every day with you you know what i mean like just just upload something so the same thing with this with music you just you just got to do it um it is but it's like i said it's, it feels like an uphill battle every time you just can't stop i still hit walls all the time i give up like whether it's inspiration whether it's learning all of that it is terrible but sometimes you just gotta sit down and knock like just knock it out like if you want it if you want it you gotta i feel like if you want it that bad you would totally totally go for it and i wanted it bad enough back then and I, I i i'll be honest like some days especially now i i haven't um I haven't been making music in a little bit, but I mostly, I don't know. I work so much. I just, I get so tired, but at the same time, it's still there. I've, I find myself, I open up Ableton every couple of days and I'll be revising old stuff all the time, or I'll wake up with the melody in my head and I'm like, Oh, I gotta like open like um, the voice recorder and record it real quick from my phone before I forget. And then, you know, try and replicate it on, on Ableton. But I think like that drive just has to be there. And I think any any person that wants to be a creator of any any sort of content, music, film, et cetera, anything, you just have to like you just have to want to want to go get it. You know what I mean? And it, and like it can't it cannot go away. You gotta know you would know for sure if this was for you. And at this point, um, at this point, I like I said, I found out that I love to do it just because I like to put people onto my music and I just want to hear, I like, I love to hear people, other artists on my track. That's, that's all it is. There's nothing, there's nothing else to it. It's not, it's not, there's nothing deeper than that. You just, somebody just raps on it. Somebody just adds something to it. A DJ will just take it and chop it up, you know, do what they see. Like, it's just the fact that they're, they like my music and that they're using it because they they want to collaborate and i think that's like that's that's the one thing that's driving me you know what i mean so i don't know i got for other people it might be different you want to get paid of course but i think like expressing your creativity and being able to that was that's that's my drive you know what i mean and whoever like whatever drive that they have to produce music it's just got to be there it needs to be present and you just have to keep going like i said the money and the, and time you got to put into it is is for real um but they just, yeah, like I said, you just have to, you have to love it. You have to want it. And you're definitely, definitely going to get it if you have that. You know what I mean? Love it, man. Love the great words of encouragement and the tactical way that you go about in your producing journey, man. So thank you for sharing this. And 
you are passionate about it and you wouldn't be here talking about it with so much great enthusiasm if you weren't passionate about it. So thank you for spending time with us, man. At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Oh, for sure. No, yeah, I'm ready. Describe your DJ or producing setup, hardware and software. Oh, okay. So like I said, Ableton, I use, that's the, that's the one thing I used, I used to use um, FL Studio. That thing got, um, it is, it's cool. It's visually appealing, but Ableton just drew me closer you know it had i had a much more uh, a, a better appeal to it um i currently oh man there's my setup i have a i have a focus right audio interface i love it. it's very good very affordable if you're starting out producing get a, getting a focus right um just like a single microphone jack that thing is it's it's affordable and it's such great quality i love it um, I use an Akai MIDI. Um, it's one of the MPK series. It's a very, very popular standard. Like I said, standard. All this stuff is beginner, and I still use it. You know what I mean? I. Um, it's a. It has like you know. It's like 25 keys, 10 10 drum pads, and it's more than enough for producing. You don't need you don't need anything like expensive high end gadgets, whatever. You mostly just buy equipment because it has unique it has unique sounds. Uh, programmed into it and you know you want to chop it up or whatever but for the most part i just be sampling um i have you know like you have all these vsts um a ton of different 808s weights which nobody i mean any producer knows you don't ever share your 808s weights you know what i mean <laughs> but um those those are mostly the the things that i use it's just ableton uh an mpk midi and this audio interface um Definitely use a, I always try to get my hands on a Shure microphone, but it, and almost, almost any Shure microphones are really good. Sure. A Shure FM 57, a 48, you know, those ones are great to use for quality, but that is my setup. It's very beginner and easy and I love it. There's so much, there's so much equipment that I want to get for sure though, but that's, this is what I'm rolling with right now. And it does more than enough. Who's your favorite DJ or producer? My favorite producer of all the, the, the producer that got me into producing is honestly, it's Kanye West and it is Mike Dean. Uh, they, those two work together all the time. Um, Mike Dean is mostly just a, he's a music engineer, but of course a producer as well. Um, and Kanye West, you know, he, everybody knows he's, uh, he's such a genius with, um, sampling and just producing that sound that you that you hear but you when you hear a kanye beat you know it's a kanye beat it's very distinct it's very creative and it's very it's it's very predictable in the best sense ever um and then mike dean of course is man i don't even know how to describe the guy he's he's just he's very very smart he obviously just has so much knowledge just about music and music theory and when he produces it when he like, you know, I, th I believe that like, Kanye just produces something and just passes it to Mike Dean because he's the one with like, he just he just knows like the sounds that are necessary or needed or missing. And those two, like just those two together, biggest, biggest influence. What's your favorite track or beat that you worked on or just admire out there in the, in the industry? Favorite track or beat, man. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, it'll It'll most likely be... I really, really respect, uh, 
I believe it's it's got to be something from Kanye's work actually, because that's the thing that got me into producing and like the art of sampling is I think he took it to the next step with that. Sampling has been been here forever, right? Since like um like the early or even late '80s, right? And um, but I think Kanye took it to such a different level, man. Like I, I I'll be honest, like he. Uh, Kanye West is probably like the biggest influence for me since I was like a kid, like a child, maybe like third grade or something. Hearing hearing his a specific track from him made me like get into hip hop and just like music in general. So, so, so much more. And I feel like it's got to be, um, to be honest, when I heard a, when I heard Jesus Walks for the first time, that I, I fell in love with that track. Uh, stronger by kanye west as well i think when i think i was maybe like in middle school when i heard that one and like he just i don't know he was i i thought he was way ahead of his time i think he still is he back then when he made that when he uh, sampled that for stronger he was way ahead of his time and then currently i think the best the best beat i've ever heard now is the devil in the new dress and it's just progressively i hear something different every time so it's got always got to be it's kanye's those three tracks man have always kept me like kept going kept me going with producing because it's they're different and they're so there's so much flavor in all three of those things what's one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for djs and even producers one thing that's missing i, I mean I, already, I feel as much as i think it's missing i feel like some people already do it but more of a when you if you're live streaming it, I think there needs to be more of a collaboration with uh, another artist or something. I think, you know, it drives two different audiences and, and um, that's always gonna, you know, it brings in more audience to both, to both people and new audiences. So I think a coll the collaboration of live streaming with more than just one person is uh, definitely missing. And shout out to any DJs or producers that you know personally, whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Yes, you know what, DJ Kaimo, he is a an EDM um, DJ, and he is very, very talented. Man is very good, very good at what he does. Um, shout out to him. He is also hustler. Um, another producer is my my homie Kevin. He is he is he's got the ear for it, man. And uh, I gotta I gotta tell him to keep going because he's been he's been stopping lately, but he is good. He is good. He's definitely one of those people that have been a little bit losing the drive, but I'm like, man, he's got a good stuff in, in his library. He's got to get back into it. So those two, those two hustlers right there. Awesome. And where can people find you online or in person if you're, um, if they want to find you? Oh man, social media these days is, I'm mostly just, it's just Instagram and TikTok for me these days. All my other social media outlets, I have them, but I don't really use them as much. You mostly just see me on just, it's just TikTok and Instagram. You know, I think it's Dom Boy. For yeah, it's Donboy for both of them. Two underscores if you want to check out whatever. Awesome, brother. Thank you for being on the My DJ Story podcast. No, Your man, insight thank you. was thank you. really amazing. And uh, we appreciate you. Everyone, please check out my boy Dom. Goes by Dom Boy. Um, and please follow him on his journey um, as he continues to work in the producer industry. So thank you, brother. And we look forward to just working with you and building with you going on from here. Hey, thank you so much for having me, man. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate you. Thank you for having me on.